if a process starts in your system and the like whatever sensation you're having, your mind is now fixated and distorting that sensation, creating some kind of story. And now you start viewing everything through that, like there's a something wrong here type of view. Welcome to the Personal Development Without the Fluff podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. Look, if you believe that there's got to be more to life or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever. I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? that one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, that's perfect. Because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our personal development without the fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. Hello, my friends. And today, review of the week comes to us from Word and Motion, headlined Enlightenment for Entrepreneurs. My go-to on a weekly basis, the Have It All podcast is pure enlightenment for the entrepreneur, always delivering value, wisdom, and a different perspective. Plug in and light up your day. Well, we hope to light up your day, word in motion. Email me, elon at satoriprime.com. I will get you your personalized gift. And for the rest of you, if you'd be honored to leave us a honest review on iTunes, once I read your review, you can email, email me again, elon at satoriprime.com, and I will get you your own very gift. So until then, enjoy the show, and let's get to it. Yeah, so we uh, labeled this uh, spiritual pattern interrupt. Guy and I were talking a little bit before, and he started sharing a story with me, and I was like, hey, we should do this on the live. <laughs> this would be a good story. Um, and so... The concept that we'll be talking about today is first and foremost is this, like, I think you're going to get to see the human side of, of guy, probably me as we go through this, which is always, I think, really good to share just because we've done so much of this work and have invested so much time in, in ourselves and understanding who we are and how we operate. It doesn't stop us from being human, just like you things set us off, things make us upset. I was just telling a guy like I'm on um I'm on the master cleanse right now and I just found myself to be like very irritable. Just my kids set, like I'm irritable with my kids, with my wife, like all these things is very very short. And it's listen, this just goes to show, you know, your body's going through shifts and how much it affects you. So then a guy shared this amazing story with me and I was like, we should definitely share this. Story. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more amazing when it's not your story. <laughs> By the way, bro, let's dive in. Did you get everything shared? You're good. You're good to go. I think so. Yeah, I'm good. So, okay. um, yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you got to call yourself out on shit, right? So, I mean, with, with a lot of caveats, right? Like I don't think, um, we, we were having a lot of interesting conversations this morning. Uh, I won't bring up the topics cause they're controversial, 
but I, um, a lot of the top, you know, a lot of every topic it's, we have this tendency in the social media era to black and white, everything become highly positional, my side versus your side, blue team versus red team. And the truth is, is everything is never quite that simple has an extraordinary, uh, extraordinary amount of layers. So like, um, I'm going to tell you guys a really brief story about what happened to me this morning, but it's been like something that's been building up and escalating in my system since Friday afternoon of last week. So it's about four days in. And then this morning it just became to a point where it, it overwhelmed my system. So I'll talk about, um, why that happened and then, uh, what, what I did to, to go about it, to kind of diffuse it in my system. So it doesn't have um, much bigger repercussions than normal. A few things I just want to mention. Uh, Elon and I do uh, an extraordinary amount of energy work that moves and unbinds things in the system on a weekly basis. That generally means that we're moving through a lot of emotional states uh, in a very short period of time. So sometimes when you do that stuff, it creates a little bit of turmoil in the system before it finds stability again. We're also doing right now a... um, a type of somatic healing that means like physical realignment with our energetic alignment called Rolfing. Uh, Rolfing is R O L F I N G. I don't remember her first name. It's like Aina or Arna Rolf or something like that. Um, invented this somatic type of healing in the forties. So again, another reason why there's just probably a lot of stuff moving through a system. So I'm, I'm saying this because again, it's like, this isn't just mental. It's not just emotional. It's like, there's a lot of other stuff at play here. So it's layered. And, and I want to give these caveats because, hey, maybe you want to look into these uh, healing modalities for yourself. And that's cool. If you do, if you have questions, please, please ask us and we'll do our best to answer them. Um, but to let you know that, you know, it's everything, maybe it's energy on the planet and food and a lot of different things that are, are at play here. So it's nature, nurture, and, and uh, also personal skills at play. But Last Friday, I've uh, I've been living in the same house in San Diego for for about five years, and if you know Elon and myself, one of our biggest hobbies is um, DJing. We we both absolutely love DJing, and I have a uh, podcast radio show that I've uh, been doing for over ten years with over 300, 312 recorded uh, episodes at last count. Yeah, I know, which is its own own, own thing, and it is amazing to me because I remember when I started it. I wouldn't have thought in a million years that I would continue doing anything for <laughs> that period of time. But 10 years later, I'm still doing my DJ stuff and I love loving it. it more than ever. Loving it more than ever. So I do this in my garage. And again, like been living in my house here for five years, love my home. And in the last six months, the next door neighbors moved in and it took a little while for new neighbors to, to move into the house. And the moment these new neighbors moved into the house and the first time I DJed, they came and complained. Now the only uh, just so you kind of get the visual of it. Our houses are like mirror images of each other. It's uh, like uh, one property that's been split into two units, which is very normal for where I I live here. And we each have about 2,000 square feet. Um, and the only walls that we share is the garage. But, you know, the day I played it, it, it must have been louder than usual. I actually had the garage door open and I was playing it so my wife can hear it uh, while she was upstairs. And they came and they asked us to turn on the music, but it was like, this like kind of very negative vibe and, and that's happened now uh, a few times since. So I, I've, I've, it's not something I'm going to stop doing, right? That's like saying like uh, you're, you're listening to your next door neighbor practice a guitar because they love doing it. And you come over every time they're practicing a guitar and saying like, Hey, can you stop practicing this thing that you love doing? So, um, you know, so I've, I've like consciously turned on the music. Um, I never played at like, you know, late at night or anything like that. It's like 
4 or 5 p.m. on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, usually at the absolute latest. So th- this has happened a few times, and I had a, a very unpleasant run-in with my neighbor again on, on Friday that just, just was a, like a poor human interaction that didn't, that didn't end well. And for me, uh, that just kind of started a, a, a series of emotional experiences in my body, uh, mostly because I don't, enjoy, um, I don't enjoy when there's like friction in a relationship. Any relationship, certainly not with somebody that I can look through my window and, and see their house, right? And they could potentially like see me. So it's like I've always had just very good relationships with my neighbors and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been interesting, right? And my experience of it has been like a lot of passive aggressiveness and stuff like that. And I don't want to judge them because I don't know what's going on in their life or really what their experience is, but it hasn't been a pleasant experience for me. So that happened. And, and that's just kind of been lingering in my system because I, again, I have a newborn at home. I'm like a protective daddy and like all these different things have been going on. But the funny part is I wake up this morning I'm like a, uh, a renaissance man. I do, I do a lot of stuff. I wash the dishes at home. I do the laundry. I, I fix everything in the house. Like we grew up in a, in a home with a very handy father. So like I'm always looking for where I can do, do touch-ups at home or like mechanical things or anything else like that. And, and, and it's really so that my wife can focus as much as possible on caring for our child and her own health. And she was really sweet and decided to, to do the laundry, which she hadn't done in quite some time. Um, yesterday but when I woke up this morning like all the clean laundry was just shoved into like uh, our laundry basket and when I started pulling my stuff out like everything is just bent to the point that I would never wear it and that's not really that big of a deal but I don't want to take my pants or my t-shirts every time I want to wear them and stand by the dryer for 10 minutes you know so I can put something on so I wanted to um, tell my wife about this in the morning and with different things for some reason in my system like when I talk about money or like I ask somebody to do things like I won't go into the whole science of why I feel this way, but it's part of a certain developmental process for me <laughs> that, that like, that like I actually feel like if I ask somebody to do it, it's like, I, I don't, I, I can't explain to you like how the uneasiness that happens in my system, like how overwhelming that is for me. Like I, like I'm asking them to do something so major for me. And the only thing I'm asking for is like, Hey, sweetheart, if you do the laundry next time, can you just make sure it's folded? <laughs> like that's, that's basically the whole thing. But in my system, it's like, it feels like I just shot your puppy. I punched your, <laughs> I, I punched your baby in the face. And now I need to come to you and beg you for your forgiveness before I can ask you to do me the biggest favor in the world. Like that's, that's how it feels in my system. So this was like the first thing that happened this morning. We got this like email that was like nothing from, uh, from like a client that couldn't get into his membership office. That was it. And then, um, there's been like this, like back and forth banter in this like WhatsApp group in my family. That's something I sent out and didn't get received very well. And again, nothing major at all, but just like these series of events all happen within like about five or 10 minutes of each other. And this is why it's always dangerous to pull out your phone and look at things because it's like, you know, one thing leads to another. And then if, if, if a process starts in your system and the, like whatever sensation you're having, your mind is now fixated and distorting that sensation, creating some kind of story. And now you start viewing everything through that. Like there's a something wrong here type of view. So I'm literally standing in my kitchen this morning and I'm taking like, like, like panic. You know, when people say they have panic attacks, I wasn't a panic attack, but I'm taking like big breaths because there's so much anxiety in my system. And I'm sitting in the kitchen like this while trying to make a cup of coffee. And I'm like, (gasps) (sighs) (sighs) and my wife, who's on the other end of the the other end of the room, she can't see me. She goes, are you okay? Because it sounds like I'm about to go into labor. 
guys taking just deep, deep reality yeah. breaths. I'm having, I'm having like an, I think that's funny. Didn't we have this conversation last summer? Am I having deja vu where I said, I'm like, I'm having energetic labor uh, pains <laughs> over there or something like that. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm just fully in pattern. I'm going to make this coffee and I'm going to come over there and talk to you about it. Cause my wife is amazing and she can totally hold space for this. And we've all, we've done a lot of work. She understands patterns and attachment styles and all these different things that if, if you listen to a lot of our podcasts or you come to our trainings, we talk a lot about these different things. So here's the beautiful part, right? Like because Elon and I have done all this work, um, I'm aware that I'm now fully hijacked and I'm fully in pattern. And I know that I also don't want to act out of the pattern, right? So I don't want to like start doing all the things that I used to do, which is like say the mean things, be on edge and all all the different things. But like, I still need to express myself and I want to move the energy out of my system. So I could do a few things. Uh, I could go quiet down, uh, get into meditation and actually allow for it to move through but the first thing I want to mention is, is that like when I was in that state where I was before about this kind of stuff is, okay, I got to change this. I got to fix this. I got to get my shit together basically. Right. So the mind comes in and starts judging the experience and trying to change it and trying to convince you that this isn't so bad and all these things. And I'm, and I'm watching and I'm paying attention to all these systems, but again, I'm not getting involved with them. This is what uh, Elon and I now call like the difference between watching a bus drive by and watching a bus drive by and then getting on it and going along for the ride, you can either go for the ride or you can watch, you know, the system is going to do what the system is going to do. I I don't want to have these panicky feelings, but I'm having them. Right. So anyway, so there's all these feelings of overwhelm, go sit down next to my wife, breathe a little bit, kind of paraphrase this whole thing and just set up the context. I'm like, Hey, look, I'm about to say some things. I I get that they all are going to sound kind of crazy, and I'm actually like sad and even a little frustrated in my system right now, right? Like good awareness. And like, here's what's going on. And I started naming, naming them. And of course, it sounds totally ridiculous. But the point is like, you know, we've gotten to this practice of it doesn't really matter how ridiculous it is because of how it's socially seen or what people might think. The reality is, is like, there's an experience happening. We're going to hold space for it. We're going to honor that it's happening. And we're going to just hold each other in a space of unconditional love. Now, the beautiful part is, is I feel a million times better. This has maybe happened like two hours ago, all told. Um, but the, here's the great part is when you stop punishing your system that it's not supposed to be responding some way mm-hmm. is the beginning of you allowing for the energy to move through and for you to actually allow yourself to even express yourself from a place of not anger, but actually like see yourself, see other people still through love, even while that experience is happening. And also be seen in love while it's happening. Because something that I think has been a major shift uh, for us, not only as, as personal people, as uh, family men, you know, husbands and fathers, uh, but also with our clientele, is just noticing that a lot of people, when they're having like emotional experiences that overwhelm their senses, is that while they've been angry, sad, uh, negative, or any of these other experiences that many of us um, deal with, is that we've never been met with somebody who is not trying to change us also while that's happening. We're telling you, oh, honey, it's okay. It doesn't have to be this way. You think about it this way, right? Like we're always, even in the attempt to help each other with good intentions, what yeah. you're basically saying is it's not okay to be the way that you are. Let's see how we can make you some other way. And what, what that does to the system is the system never sees that it's okay to be this way. So it doesn't receive love in that space. It doesn't actually, it's not even, even if love is present, it's not taking it in. 
And if it's not taking it in, then you're not getting medicine and that piece never feels whole. That piece always is surrounded by shame and guilt. And every time that sensation comes up in your system, right, like this panicky feeling, you start judging it and you start trying to make it something else. You start, uh, you don't feel like you're okay right now. Like you're not allowed to be this way. And the reality is, is that you're allowed to be however the fuck you are, whenever the fuck you are, right? Like regardless of how silly it is, what was making me upset this morning, right? We've all been in those situations where we get upset about silly things. The reality is I'm having a very strong visceral reaction in my body that is actually hijacking my presence and, and, and slowly moving me towards a day that I would prefer not having. So I hope that helps them. You know, if there's any stuff you want to fill in the blanks over there or follow up questions and I'm happy to take them. Yeah. You actually just reminded me of a, a few things that, that were happening for me yesterday as well, which I can dive into here in a little bit. Here's the question. Cause I think whether it's, you know, the laundry or someone cutting you off or a, a spouse or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or a spouse doing something or not doing something, something happening at work that you, whatever, right? Like we've all been triggered and that trigger derail us massively. So like, I'll just give you guys an example yesterday. So I'm on this cleanse, right? And we go to these people's houses. So I made myself a jar like this to to take to their house, which basically lasts me about three hours thereabouts. And then I have to make more. Right. And so yesterday we also got uh, a lot of snow and the snow started around six. So we got invited to these people's houses. Before we went, I said to Fanny, I was like to my wife, I said, look, can we please agree to leave at seven? Cause I know how she is when she gets there, like her and this other wife, like they drink a ton of wine and it's like, <laughs> it's always this very uncomfortable thing. Cause I'm ready to leave. And then they're like, I don't want to leave sleep over. And it's like right. the same thing every single time. So I said, <laughs> like we're going to go. This is supposed to start at six. So like, can we please agree to leave at seven? That's funny. Right. Like I want to leave at seven. Da, da, da. So like quarter to seven rolls around and I'm like, hey, babe, 15 minutes, we're going to leave. And she's like, we're, we're not leaving, blah, blah, blah. And right away, all my shit gets triggered, like all of it. Like we had this conversation. Why are we doing this again? Right. Et cetera, et cetera, whatever. So then we're driving home. We ended up not leaving till like closer to 730. So very upset. Oh, I, I was very triggered and very. Yeah. <laughs> so on top of the fact that um, I don't have my drink, right? So that I'm driving through literally like whiteout conditions Oof. on a road that I knew was going to be shitty. And like, you know, she's drunk and like, ah! and I'm like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> and I'm just, as you were talking, I realized like how much that moment, even like I didn't, and I, I get to clean this up with her after after this conversation because I just became a lot more aware of it. Yeah. I was so pissed off mm. that we even – we got home. Like the kids went to bed, et cetera. And then she promised Aaliyah ice cream in her drunken stupor after Aaliyah already had ice cream. And it, so there's like this whole thing. Right. And I was like, I'm not giving you Spinka because you – it was like this – just I was really irate now that I'm replaying it all back. And it's all about <laughs> nonsense. It's all literally about nonsense. But the funny part is like we sat and watched TV and I'm angry and I didn't say anything. Yeah. And I'm just sitting next to her and I'm angry. Doing, yeah. And I'm like, you know, she's wanting to be cute. And I'm like, you know, that energy where you're like, get away from me. I don't even want to talk to you right now. 
And all it took was me just looking at her and be like, look, what, what happened, this and this and this happened. So this is kind of where I want to transition the conversation because I think you did that really, really beautifully. It's like there's so many things that trigger us, but then they rob us not only of our peace and sanity in the moment, yeah. but they rob our experience of feeling connected and in love with those around us. Because it almost like doesn't matter what that other person's doing. If you're lit up and triggered, like Mandy was just gracious and generous with you and sure. allowed you to walk into that space. So you can just kind of like spew out what needed to be spewed out. But you could have just as easily bottled all that stuff up and like, I'm going to handle this all on my own. I'm going to just deal with it, et cetera, et cetera. So what, what's the, what's the process that you take yourself through when you're in that world? Yeah, it's a really good question. I, um, I, I think, you know, it, the energy was like pecking at me for a few days, but it was very minimal and I felt it because I felt it in, uh, how I disconnect myself from other people. So it's like, I've started to create these like little awareness points of like, Oh, here's what's going on. I could feel when I'm retreating from humans, you know, like, uh, but what, what I, what I really fundamentally understand or think I understand now is, um, that like safety falls out. Like there's like a net in your system. And when the net falls out and things start feeling unsafe. So like the interaction with my neighbor made me feel unsafe period. Cause I'm like, there's this, a hostile force living 10 feet away from me, you know, like that's what it feels like. And, and so like m all my defenses come up, be but I know that about me. So I know for me, like when I'm getting frustrated, what's underneath my frustration is sadness. Like I, I really just got hurt and it's like, it's like an ego hit. Like, Oh my God, this person thinks that I'm like doing this treacherous thing to him. He, and like, I don't know what he's going to do now. Right. It's like an animal that might do anything. So that's how it felt to me. So hold on. Is it sadness? Cause what it comes off is like, you felt not safe. Like you didn't know what this guy was going to yeah, do. So, like for, so for me, like, like, again, I, I've had to do, do a lot of investigation to see these things. So it's like safety falls out. Okay. I'm sad that I'm like losing connection basically. And because I'm, because of those two things, like I actually protect my sadness by getting like, by getting frustrated and angry. So like in the past, it, all I saw was just my frustration and my anger. Right. I didn't see that it was uh, what came online to protect me because I was feeling sad. But like now when I track my system, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can feel how like my stomach is just, I don't even know. It's just so uncomfortable in there. And then like my chest, I, I can't breathe. Like it feels like I have either something sitting on here or, too, or actually for me, it's like too much energy in my chest. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's so uncomfortable. It's like my heart doesn't have space to operate anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like my, my, the physical nature of it. So now I'm much more like, Hey, now what's happening up here? Because I know the mind's going fucking mental. And that's where I used to try to figure it out. I'm like, I can just tell from the sensations in my body. I'm like, I'm fully in pattern. And I could actually like feel how the energy is moving up and like taking over my brain. And I'm like, I can't see clear now. I'm like, if you put math in front of me, I'm like two plus two equals 72. Three. Like I wouldn't know, right? Like my, my brain's no longer functional. So I'm like, okay, I must be in pattern. Like, I got to start breathing, <sighs> you know, like things like that. Cause I'm a, I know this too. If I'm in pattern, I'm not breathing. If I'm in pattern, my body is really stiff. So I started like, my first thing is, okay, what's stiff in the body? Relax, relax behind the eyes, relax the jaw, take a few deep breaths, like deeper than you would normally take them, like let the parts of the system that are interacting again, breathe. And then the first thing is just tell yourself everything is okay. And not like a lie, but like, because usually it's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And you're lying to your system because your system knows you're not fine. Different than that, it's more honor what's happening right now. So if the system is freaking out, stop trying to manage that it's freaking out. Let it freak out. 
if, if there's constraint in the system, stop trying to get rid of the constraint. Just notice that there's constraint in the system. And that's what I do. I just start noticing what's happening. I don't try to change anything, but I just get, re- I get present with what's happening. And then until I felt like I can put some energy back down into my body, I wouldn't have broached the conversation with Mandy. Because the first when she asked me, hey, do you want to have a conversation? I felt like the conversation was going to come out of my mind. And even this morning when I woke up and I had my first upset and I knew I wanted to have that conversation with her, the first thing I said to myself is, I'm committed to having this conversation while still in my heart, not going up to my head and having the conversation because I, 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 I've done that so many times and I know how that looks for me. So I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and remember that I love my wife. <laughs> she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do this to hurt me. She just did it to help. Like, and I'm going to like do it from there. So even when I was in the kitchen starting to get overwhelmed, my, my initial response was, hey, put some awareness back down into your body before you go have the conversation. Mm. Like, even if you got to be sad when you're having the conversation, then the sadness gets to be there. If you got to be frustrated, then frustration gets to be there. But be embodied, like be in body, right? When I'm frustrated and sad to actually feel through the emotions instead of having the conversations like you did this to me. I feel this way now. It's like, no, I feel this way now. My system does what it's done a million times before you did this, Right. Um, and that, and that's what was different. And, and this is what I'm learning now. So it's like all these things came up and the moment it happened on Friday with even the neighbor, I thought to myself, this is interesting. This is co- like that I would have somebody so ag- like aggressively annoyed with me now during this part of my process. I'm like, what is this trying to show me? Yeah. And that safety piece was the first thing I'm like, it's cause I don't feel safe. Like I, this comes up a lot for me it's around money around connection with people, with my friends, with like different people who act in certain ways. I'm like, this happens a lot. And this is a very extreme sensation I'm having around it. And then like the whole weekend, there was just like little touch points that were like verifying. I'm like, okay, there's more of that. There's more of that. Okay, there's more of that. And this morning, moment I w- this morning I woke up and so much happened that was so silly, but it was all the same, touching the same uh, live wire, so to speak. So that's that's kind of what's changed now. I'm just not committed to speaking for that place. I'm committed again to being present with whatever my system is doing and not trying to change it. Um, and those have been the things I've been tactile and, and really helpful for me. Hi there, my friend. I just wanted to take a quick minute here in case some of you skip these intros on the shows and let you know about our amazing community that's changing people's lives all over the world. It's called The Collective. And if you're thinking, I don't know if this is worth my investment, I thought I'd share just what some of our members have been saying. Take a listen to these reviews. Something about being around you and Guy is magic. I grow more when I'm a part of your tribe. The conversations around love have changed me more than I'm sure I'm even aware of. I ask for answers and half the time, I don't even know what I'm asking for. And then always the perfect thing shows up. I've never felt so free. Another writes, growing stronger and more independent every day, full of self-belief, living in the now, and I am love. I do feel free because I've released what was, surrendered to what is, and I'm excited as to what will be. And lastly, one of the best decisions I've made in a long time was the one I made roughly two weeks ago to begin meditating and connecting with Elon and Guy Ferdman of Satori Prime in their collective. So if you like this podcast and this form of education, I am sure that you will absolutely love the collective. And the best part is we're offering a 14-day free trial for you to just come and check it out. You really have nothing to lose. Once the trial is done, check this out. Your investment is just $9 a month. 
I mean, that's less than one of those fancy cups of coffee or a glass of wine or beer. So if you head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and invest in yourself, or are you not worth the $9 investment? Look, you can lock this price in right now before we realize it's way too low and crazy and change our minds and bump it up. Again, head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and lock your price in at just $9 a month. We look forward to seeing you on our next collective training. Now on with the show. As you were talking, I was just kind of like replaying that moment yesterday. And I think what fell out for me is it's like when I'm being ignored, it triggers the shit out of me. So it's like we had the conversation, everything was locked in. And then when, when it came time, it's like just being ignored and it's the same stuff that comes up. And then I came home and Aaliyah was like, can I have ice cream? And I said, no. And then she's like, but mommy said I can. I was like, I don't care what mommy said. Like you already had this, you already had that. Like it's enough sugar for the day. And she ended up with mommy in cahoots. Mommy basically like took an ice cream bar and gave it to her. Uh huh. So then as like my, my trigger and rebuttal was like, okay, you chose that. Then I'm not giving you Spinka. Spinka is like, like our bedtime ritual where we like give them tickles and stuff. That sounded dirtier now that I just said yeah. that out loud. Um, basically like, like, like a back. You should explain now. Like, <laughs> as I said it, I was like, oh, that probably doesn't sound so good. They go to bed. It's like, so- it's like soothing people's bodies by like running your fingers lightly over their back. Yeah, like that yeah so the kids have gotten used to like falling asleep with yeah, with so like that soothing aspect our, yeah our bedtime routine and i was like well you chose chocolate over abba time and so f you that was like basically my my uh, reaction yesterday it's really interesting now that I'm, I'm saying this and i'm becoming a lot more aware of it as i'm saying by the way guys these are mine and guys way to heal ourselves and coach ourselves so. <laughs> we process our own stuff through the podcast so we process yeah um <laughs> But what's really interesting is like I, I became a lot more aware of the how easily I'm being triggered while on the master cleanse. Like that stuff to me normally would have zero to no effect. And when you said, you know, it's interesting how like it showed up in patterns, it was exactly the same thing. Like Fanny ignored me. I felt like, well, Fanny didn't ignore me. I felt ignored by Fanny That's right. is, is what happened. And then I felt ignored by my daughter. That's right. And it was just like the same, the same exact pattern. And th- you know, the defense mechanism. Yeah. Started very early on. But the defense mechanism is like, F you, I'm going to shut you out. Yeah. And I did it with Fanny emotionally yesterday. And I did it with Aaliyah physically yesterday. Mm. I was like, you don't get me. Yeah. Like you don't get to have me. Mm. So it's really interesting as I'm kind of, yeah. You've hurt my little boy. I'm going to take my, my toys and run kind of yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. Like we sat on the same couch, but we were not at all together. Could have been on islands. Yeah. Yeah. We could have been on islands. So really, really interesting. I'm curious, like for those that are on here live with us, you know, how many of you guys have had uh, a similar experience where some something got triggered and you took yourself away from someone or something happened. And like, here's the beauty, you know, whether it's, folded up clothes or not leaving when you said you were going to leave. Like these are the most of human things that run us. 
Sure. You know, you like you get hijacked and you're done. You're not even there. So I think where I used to go is I would beat myself up after this and I would shame myself and I'd be like, you know, better. You do so much of this work. How is it that you're still showing up that way? Blah, blah, blah. Like all of that stuff, right? Like I I would be embarrassed to share this in front of you, to be honest, because Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I can't share this in front of you guys because that, what are they going to think of me? Like, why would anybody be like, okay, why would I work with that person? He, his fucking relationship is a disaster, but (laughs) you know, that's all the stuff that's going on in my head. Used to. Used to, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't anymore. Like, I don't have any of that shame yeah. or guilt around it. I've just realized that it's all it's all happening for us to highlight certain things about ourselves. The nature of who you are, quote unquote, that's what's showing itself to you. If you have the eyes to see it, allow it, and just be with it. So here's the real simple thing. So like... I'll have a conversation with my daughter later today and I'll have a conversation with my wife uh, when they get home and and we're done with, with work and stuff and it will all be beautiful and I will have learned something really, really valuable and that's it. There's no more of this shame like I should be some way or I shouldn't be some way or things like that. And I think that's, that traps a lot of human beings is that guilt and shame around it. I, th- I think when safety falls out, we believe that if we continue to show up that way, then then love won't be present anymore. Then we'll lose connection. And I could tell you from uh, working with a lot of people, when people feel like they're losing connection and you keep digging as to what that means to them, uh, ultimately, it, it actually feels very close to death, right? Like human beings, we're very social creatures. Yeah. Our, we are hardwired, literally hardwired to our core to be social, to have a community, in order to protect ourselves and and survive. So when we're losing connection at our like basal primal function, the stuff that we cannot override at all, never, right? That's like millions of years of evolution have burned that into our being is we're, we're facing our own death. That's why these things are so scary because you're like, well, if I broach this conversation and I lose this connection, I'm going to be all alone. That's so scary that I'm going to have to almost face my own death. This is why the responses in the system over like such small things that the mind gets rigid about or agreements that get broken or certain attachments that we have can feel so major because, again, it's not the mind that's really the issue and what it's doing. It's the, the, the primal overreaction in the system mm-hmm. that puts you into a fight or flight, a fight or flight situation as if you are running away from a saber-toothed tiger or you know, whatever other animal which is you know appropriate in that situation, but but not so much appropriate when you're trying to get some resolution and find connection again. And that's kind of the thing, right? We're all when that happens, we're all fighting to try to how do I get connection again? How do I get safety again? Right? It's, so some people they do it through anger, right? And if you do it through anger, it's because you've learned that by having challenge in the relationship or resistance, I, you find connection. Like okay, well at least I, we got connection. She's paying attention. Yeah, drama, drama is connection. Yeah. Right. Oh, at least they're paying attention to me now. So I'll talk louder. I'll talk uh, faster, you know, and stuff like this. And, and it's a good, good, maybe it's not the, maybe it's not the best kind of attention, but I'll take any attention right now, you know? And again, that's like basal in the system or it's like, you get really sad and you get really victim and people are like, Oh, you know, and that again, maybe not the best attention, 
but you're getting attention. And for that part of the system, it soothes it in a weird way. It's almost like a negative feedback loop. That's like, Oh, good, good. Right. And again, we see this everywhere. It's like, there's a lot of drama in our society, but it's really all the same function. It's like, everyone's just trying to get some attention to try to resolve some safety in the system to find out, do you really love me? You know, like over and over again in different ways. So if you can start recognizing that stuff in your system, the part where you really can start catching it, quote unquote, earlier on, is not by trying to deal with it in the mind. Because that, if the mind's already chatting, you are, it's been going on in your system for a while. Where you want to get really accustomed to is like the sensations that come online before the thoughts and the provocation and all these different things start. It's like the the tightness and the, the, the binding and the bracing and all the different things that happen in the system. Because for me now, like I'm very clear, like, oh, when I have that in my stomach, like I got to pay attention. Because like if you're in pattern, the, you, you, it's like hidden from your own view. Yeah. Right? You know this when you're like furiously anger and you're so justified and everyone's wrong and fuck the world. Like there's not a moment in that anger where you're like, maybe I'm the one that's wrong here. Like it, that never even dawns on you, right? You're fully in pattern. You've been hijacked. You're just like going through the paces now. The automation's taken hold. So to try to be like, okay, well, if I just, I just understand that I'm an angry person, next time I'm angry, like I'll be able to stop myself. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Like that, that type of stuff really doesn't work. So for me now, it's like, you know, again, identifying like what sensations are in my body that give me indicators that, okay, I must be falling out of pattern. Okay, here's the things I do. I breathe, yeah. I move, I check what's tight. Is energy moving through my system again? Where am I holding it together? Um, stuff like that. And as you can relax into it, breathe, things unbind in the system, energy starts moving again, you'll, you'll find the system calming down. And you certainly want to have those conversations when the system's moving back towards presence or in presence versus trying to have it while you're in pattern. Yeah. And, and most people truly are trying to resolve things while they're in pattern. And for me, that's because most people never fall out of pattern. They're in pattern so often, they don't even know what being out of pattern is like anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what you, What I just recognized as you were sharing also, it's like when when I go into that pattern, that like aggressive, like F you, I don't want you around, it sends Fanny into her pattern. And what she does, which I never really put together, but it would be a great like flag for me is you know, when I responded the way that I responded, obviously, like she also got impacted by it. So I felt ignored. But my reaction to being ignored, whether in voice or energetically, obviously triggered her, right? So when when I'm like, F you, so now I pull my energy away. So now she gets triggered because she's now not safe and all alone, right? Mm -hmm. So she goes into her pattern. Now her pattern is different than mine, where mine's like aggressive. And it's like, fuck you. Hers is more the the merger comp. So she's a, peace, she's a peacekeeper. Yeah. So yeah. what what she does, and I just I never even thought of this, but she gets like she'll ask a lot of questions in a very like smooth and calm, cute yeah. voice yeah. to like try to break down the ice that I've just built yeah. to like. She's trying, she's trying to talk to your little boy, like, "Hey, sweetheart." Hi. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> like she gets playful with you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she'll just ask questions to like create connection from this like cutesy place. And I'm just like, and it triggers me more. Yeah. I'm like, like, I don't want to play. <laughs> like, fuck you. I don't yeah. want to, I don't want you. I don't want to answer your question. That's right. You know? That's right. I've seen that. It's so interesting. And these yeah. are just great. Like, I think the, the, I see you guys 
chiming in here. So I know there's a bunch of takeaways, but I think there's like a really interesting takeaway. One is give yourself space. Like if you hear anything in this is it doesn't matter how much work, how much time, how much money you've invested in yourself, you are still a human being. You will have these reactions till the day you die. Mm. What you do with the reactions is really what all of this is about. You know, if you notice that there's certain things not working, certain relationships, certain things around money, certain things around your health that aren't working, it's because you have patterns that are just undiscovered. And the patterns undiscovered have created certain strategies for you to survive and get through things rather than actually look in and deal with things. So that just give yourself that space. And the other thing is just to get tools to understand what are my strategies? What are my patterns? What are those things and how to start seeing them and giving yourself tools to then go out into your family, your work, your kids, whatever, to be able to have conversations like this, not from this place like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. You can't say that. Like, you're going to do it again. Yeah. You should actually say, I'm going to do it again. And here's, here's how I'd like to, how we sh- can broach it differently next time and see how that works. Exactly. That's why those, those promises don't work and it upsets everybody because you're creating an agreement you can't keep. Yeah. It, you just, it, just think about it. How many times have you told someone like, I'm so sorry, I'll never do it again. And like a week later, you're doing the same thing. The, the bottom line is you're a pattern machine, right? Your system gets into a state of overwhelm, confusion, not feeling safe, scared, whatever, whatever. It just goes into pattern. You're not even there doing it. The person doing the apologizing isn't even the person that was doing the act. Just let that sink in. The person that was doing the act is not the person that's even apologizing. It's like some other version of you was there. Now, don't go tell your spouse or something. I wasn't even there. I didn't do like that's not going to (laughs) work. This is just for you to realize like you're not there when you're in pattern. Mm. So you can start to create experiment, not even create, just experiment with different ways of communication with each other such that you support each other. Mm. Like the way that guy and Mandy did it, right? was beautiful. Like Mandy checked in, note heard guy doing reality breaths, which are like, (laughs) (sighs) right? Like you only do that when you're stressed. No one's walking around going, (gasps) my life is so beautiful. (gasps) (laughs) Right? Like you're stressed, you're freaking out. So she knows So she reached out and offered guy like, Hey, what's going on? Now, in her world, she thought guy like something really serious had happened, but because she created that space for him to share what he in his mind thought was complete ridiculous nonsense, and he was beating himself up like, why the fuck am I upset about this? Just that little bit of space to actually share, and then we, like the three of us, got on a call right afterwards, and we were just laughing about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it went from this serious, just gripping thing to this wow, it's really funny. And a lot of the times just saying it out loud to whoever is around being like, I'm really, I know this, it's going to sound crazy, but I'm really upset because X, Y, and Z, or I'm really nervous or really scared because well, I, think, I think two really important things about that is number one, when, when I share from being in pattern, I'm, I'm aware that the other person is not at fault. So even if my upset is because of something that they did, like I've had that response five billion times in my life. It reminded me of 
a myriad of situations between Elon and my parents. Like, you know, there's all the memories come flooding back. You're like, because you remember those sensations are so strong that you've done them a million times. Yep. Second thing is like, I can't say I wasn't beating myself up at all. Like that wouldn't be accurate because like as the as it's coming up and the patterns coming online, there is the part that's like, why is this happening? This is so uncomfortable. Like yeah, I wish this would change. Like I don't want to be upset about this. Right? Like all those conversations. And again, I've gotten myself to a point where I realize like all that stuff is just it's like an energetic loop mind masturbation that goes nowhere so like i i again i didn't stop it but i'm noticing and watching it happen and then i can get off it like then i'm not i know that i'm not controlling this i know that i don't actually have a say whether the system is going to continue to do it or not and to try to manage it is to actually put the energy for me it's wasteful energy it's wasted energy Mm. The, the the quality energy is in your ability to watch it and even the system that's judging, but watch the system that's judging without judging that it's judging. Yeah. Right. I say this all the time. Like people get upset and the part of the brain, the inner critic is judging. It's judging. It's judging. But if you have personal development work, you start watching this thing judging and you're like, Hey asshole, stop judging. Now you're judging the judger. Yep. And now you're upset that you judge the judger because you have a commitment not to judge. So now you judge yourself for judging the judger who's judging the thing. <laughs> and it, and, and it, just, and it, that is like a fractal. It goes on into infinity. Cause there's always the next, Oh God, well, I wasn't supposed to do that. Okay, fine. Well, I should have done blah, blah, blah. Right. And it's like, ah, like is that quality energy to try to stop that patterning? It's happening, but it's much more effective to be like, Oh, it's judging. Cool. And let it do it like honor. Be like, come on, buddy. Judge to your best. Be the best damn judger on the planet because then it's funny. You're removed from the situation, right? You're like, okay, cool. Wow, look, look at that. It's like watching an angry comedian. It's like watching Lewis Black get pissed off about something. And, <laughs> and, you could, and you could find humor in it. Like, I knew it was silly. But to be like, oh, God, you, guy, you shouldn't think that way about people or you shouldn't think it that way about your wife. Like, how is that helping me? Yeah. So, so that's the part that can start watching as things unfold. That's the part that can start watching. Wow, the, the stomach is really tight right now. I don't have to do anything about it. And this is the part that I think for a lot of people does require training, coaching, stuff like that. Because it's like the act of not doing is the doing. And we're so accustomed to doing so much to try to manage and meddle in our systems that the system actually never resolves anything because we always interrupt the patterning. That's why we call it like it's a different type of spiritual pattern interrupting. We're actually saying don't do. Let trust that the system knows what to do. It knows how to resolve. It knows how to move the energy. If there is a job, so to speak, your job is to learn how to relax. Yeah. To relax and become the observer again, because when when you get hijacked, so to speak, you go from being in the witness mind to being in the critic mind, and you're just now in the critical part of the mind, and you start seeing everything from that critique. That's why when you get disappointed about one thing, right? Like I got disappointed about the neighbor. It didn't stick with the neighbor. Now it's the laundry. Now it's this guy emailing our company and how dare he. Now it's the conversation I'm having with my parents. But it's all, if you check the energetics of it, the energetics is all exactly the same. It's just like, it's, it's just like uh, filling up a beaker. And now it's just waiting until that beaker is full so it can freaking explode, right? And over the last four days, it's been like this like buildup. And I was kind of like watching it from far away, but it was like managed, you know, and then it's like, this is no longer fucking managed. Like I'm going in, you know? So that's the part. That's the part that I think is really, really important here as a key takeaway. Awesome. So uh, we'll wrap it up there. 
Thanks, guys, for being here with us. If you have questions, follow-up questions or comments, you could drop them in here. And uh, otherwise, you could always email us, Elon at Satori Prime, Guy at Satori Prime, here to help in any way, shape that we can. Hope you guys have an awesome beginning to your week. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Love you very much. See you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Hey, hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. Like I said, you can even try it for free for the next 14 days. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us. You can have them for just $9 a month. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash the collective. And as always, we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show. So if you head to iTunes and leave us a review right now, you could actually be next week's lucky winner. And lastly, if you do want to connect with Guy and I, head to Facebook right now, join our personal development without the fluff private group, ask for permission. There's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well. And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.